Hello, my name is Indy. I'm the director of Midwifery at Fernandez Foundation. I'm passionate about improving women's experiences during childbirth and labor. I'm here in India, working in Fernandez and supporting the government of India to establish midwifery care across the country. I will be hosting the Birth Stories podcast for Women Talk. We will be listening to voices of women from all walks of life, sharing conversations of their deepest thoughts. Today, I'll be talking to Krupa, a first-time mother who works with Google and who had a birth three months ago. Um, Krupa and I met virtually uh, during the pandemic, and I'm really excited that she's here to, to share her birth um, experience with us. Krupa, here, over to you. Hi, Indy. Thanks so much for having me. Um, and you're right, uh, meeting during the pandemic virtually wasn't quite the meeting that you know I had in mind. But anyhow, I think it turned out to be one of the most uh, transformative meetings uh, that I've had, and that led to a beautiful birthing experience. Um, you know, given the fact that being a young mother and being someone who's new to this whole space, um, it, it was all about like evaluating what kind of a path lies ahead, you know. And we had so many questions about how I was going to birth, where I was going to birth, who was going to be my, you know, who, who were going to be the people surrounding me while birthing and so on. So the questions were endless. And India, I know I, I kind of pestered you so much with the, all the questions I had. Uh, but yeah, you kind of helped me figure out this um, new unheard uh, concept of what I, I unheard for me, uh, hypnobirthing. So it, that was really nice of you, Indy, and that I think helped me a lot. Actually, it's never too many questions because in preparation, the questions need to come and it's important for women to, to have the space uh, to do that and also for health uh, birth workers to, to, to give you the space to do that. And just for the audience as well, you know, hypnobirthing um, is a concept. It's actually a celebration of life and embracing a natural birth. Um, the connection with your pre-born baby uh, building a better understanding of your baby as a conscious little person who can interact with you even before birth. Um, so that's what Krupa meant by hypnobirthing. And how was it then for you, Krupa? Well, then the journey was sort of um, sprinkled with a lot of knowledge, a lot of information through the hypnobirthing sessions uh, conducted by Dr. Pooja. Um, and I think I loved that. And that really equipped me uh, made me very prepared mentally and physically in terms of what was to lie ahead. Um, I so, think well, just just one question: What was it that you loved about hypnobirthing that you know that that you felt that it prepared you? I think there were two key things. Well, three things. Uh, number one, it helped me believe that you know I can birth. My body can birth naturally and without any intervention. I mean, it's. It's again a personal choice whether you want to go down that path, but it helped me believe that I was capable of that, right? So that was the biggest thing that it um, kind of gave me. The second thing it kind of gave me was the fact that it helped me identify what are the things that help me root myself, right? Uh, so when I'm in a situation which might have certain stresses and external stimuli, and I have to sort of carry on, uh, you know, through and focus on a particular task, I think uh, it helped me connect to what are those things which uh, help me ground myself, right? So, and and those two things turned out to be number one, 
dance, which is movement, right? Uh, for any form of movement and kind of channeling in words. And the second thing was my love for animals um, in different forms. And I'll talk about that later because, you know, you learn, we learn this technique called visualizing in hypnobirthing, wherein kind of visualize a particular uh, scene or a particular uh, thing that, you know, makes you happy and, you know, helps you sort of go with the flow, right? Um, yeah, and pun intended, flow means surges. So <laughs> you kind of help um, yourself in those situations. Uh, so I'll talk about like how I visualized a dolphin swimming through the waves in the ocean whenever I had surges because and when I when I look at Neil now <laughs> he reminds me of that little dolphin. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's it's it, it was it was beautiful. Yeah, so I think those were the things that hypnobirthing gave me and equipped me for a great birthing experience. Um, but more than that, you know, Indy, I think what also helped me a lot was the fact that I had uh, an amazing set of caregivers, which include you and uh, Dr. Ragini, Ragini auntie, you know, in particular, because um, the experience is what matters, right? So we don't know how birthing is going to turn out, right? And every individual case is different. Um, but the preparedness and the openness to go the natural route and have that kind of reinforcement, positive reinforcement is what sort of made all the difference. As um, caregivers, it's very important for us to listen to women. It's, it's very important for us to be open and, and to have a conversation to ensure that giving birth, actually the whole experience belongs to you. Um, it's, it's your body. And uh, women need that empowerment to know um, all about birth to reduce the fear. We, we see a big difference in, um, in women who have attended um, you know, childbirth preparation than women that haven't, uh, because knowledge is power. And, and as, as healthcare professionals and givers, we should be respecting women's choices. And in order to do that, as women, you need to be owning your pregnancy. It, it doesn't belong to us. It belongs to you. And we need to respect that. So Krupa, earlier you mentioned your passion of dance. How did you use that during your birth experience? Uh, that's a great question, Indy, because dance was something which is very central uh, to my experience, not just during birthing, but through pregnancy as well. Um, dance for me was not something which necessarily gave me physical fitness uh, it was one of the things which kind of comes with dancing it kind of helps open up the pelvic floor muscles and so on right uh, those are things which of course happen but for me it was more um, for the mentals and the emotionals right because I think often it was it's very important for me to be happy right and uh, enjoy every moment of uh, pregnancy and birth with the little baby uh, inside so dance really helped me and in particular um, I not necessarily do it in a very intensive manner but I'd um, in, in Bharatanatyam which is a form of Indian classical dance we have a lot of mudras right so we kind of use different hand gestures and different body postures um, to kind of convey different things and express ourselves so for me I kind of used and channelized into these mudras when I was actually in labor you know, and uh, when I was having my surges, and I'm sure you would have noticed, Indy, <laughs> I was literally I was, uh, sitting there and, you know, surrounded by you, my mom, 
uh, Nityesh and um, I was literally, you know, doing these gestures with my hands. And that gave me so much power because I was literally visualizing how my surges were happening. It's like, you know, listening to your body and then painting with your eyes closed, right? What comes to your mind. So it really took me onto that plane uh, where I could transcend, uh, you know, what was happening physically. And that was very powerful for me. Yeah. I saw that, Krupa. I, I enjoyed watching you, observing you going into your inner space. And it was beautiful because the environment, you made that environment belong to you. And, and it, was, it was surreal. Uh, you know, this is what we need to, you know, give all the other women out there, that environment, which is really powerful for women birthing. Absolutely. And energizing, you know, one space is something that movement or any kind of dance really gives you, right? It gives you that kind of um, power. Um, so that really helped me. Now, before we go on any further, I met up with Dr. T. Ravi, Krupa's mom, early in the week and spoke to her about her experience of being a caregiver, birth supporter. And this is what she had to say. I would like to introduce you, Dr. Jainty Ravi, who is Krupa's birth companion. And Dr. Jainty Ravi is also the Principal Secretary of Health with the Government of Gujarat. And Jainty, could you share with us your experience of being Krupa's birth companion? Hi, hi, Indy. So at the outset, I must say that uh, when we learned that Krupa was expecting a baby, um, having gone through this myself and having worked now in the health sector and interacted with a lot of mothers and also seen the kind of work that was happening in terms of midwife-led care units and all of that, I was also uh, keen that if she could have an, a very natural and a very normal experience, a more democratic experience with uh, the kind of um, choice of decisions with, with full dignity that is actually the entitlement of every mother. And I wanted her to also have that opportunity. Of course, it had to be obviously her choice. So Krupa did consider all of this. And I think she was also very keen to have a, a, a very natural birth. And she also decided to go through those, uh, the, the classes for hypnobirthing so that uh, she was really trying to work on affirmations and trying to, understand what she could expect in those uh, days before birthing, during the perinatal, the, the period of birthing, and then post that. So there was this kind of preparation and what are the possibilities that might come up. And I too accompanied her on most of those classes, including, I mean, lactation. So it covered a host of subjects and topics and, and that uh, put her at ease, uh, not quite painting a very rosy picture, not uh, but still telling her that it's not as uh, frightening as it is made out to be sometimes and removing all those negative uh, messages and negative uh, stories that, uh, you know, are, are generally in circulation about pain and so on to say that, well, uh, if you trust your body and allow things to happen naturally, uh, it might take longer. It may have its own uh, course, but that may be a more fruitful, a more satisfying experience. So I think she, we, I was completely with her on that. Um, on the day of the birthing as well, uh, that she was ex actually the due date as had been indicated to us was the 12th of January. 
and we didn't uh, see any signs of a labor pain till late that evening. But since we had decided very clearly that we're going to follow this natural method of birthing and not in any way try and augment or ac uh, accelerate the process uh, and so on. So we were absolutely going with the flow. And it was actually on the, the next day uh, that there was some indications we thought by late evening of 13th and finally it was on 14th morning that she actually so it was two days um, after what was indicated as a due date uh, for the birthing of her baby and and the, the process of labor pains also we what we also enjoyed was that um, we were given to understand the concepts of nesting and how she had to be in her own zone and do the kind of things be involved so i still vividly remember just a day before her baby was born on 13th evening she's herself a dancer so she was practicing her dance and and doing a lot of uh, rigorous steps etc so it, the, the message i think that i had also got years ago uh, when i was pregnant and expecting uh, my baby my first baby which is kripa's uh, older brother was that pregnancy is not a pathological condition it's a physiological it's a very natural process of life and I think that, but in its fullest sense, was what uh, we were all trying to support and very strongly amplify that message and give it to Kripa also so that she actually believed it. And uh, so she was practicing the kinds of things that she liked to. She was spending a lot of time with her husband, dancing, uh, listening to music, doing her kind of uh, stuff. Were you at any point anxious or worried about any part of the birthing process? On the day of uh, the, the, the birth as well, um, through the day, there, there was a lot of music. She had also done a lot of birth art. So uh, I think a few months before the um, uh, the date of uh, birthing, she had prepared all these beautiful um, affirmation pictures and which she had strung and hung in her room so that through the day and evenings she would be watching these. There were little lights that she had put up. So we tried and moved all of this and recreated it again in the hospital. Uh, hospital room where she was going to be birthing the baby. So I think all of this gave her a very uh, an atmosphere which which was very comforting and soothing to say the least. So there were moments where um, I was a little apprehensive and wondering if we did the right thing in terms of uh, choosing this option rather than the the normal beaten path of having an augmented uh, you know process of birthing which happens faster. Although there might be other repercussions, but that was like the mainstream. But but in hindsight, I'm so happy that we followed this. No, th thank you, Dr. Jainty, uh, because you know you. You've really picked up on a very important point on support on what women need. Uh, and also uh, in Krupa's birth, uh, she had a professional midwife and an obstetrician. Uh, and India is endorsing professional midwifery and with the strengthening of the guideline. And Gujarat is far ahead in midwife-led units as well. So do you see the role of a professional midwife playing a huge role in birthing now in India? Absolutely, Indy. I, uh, I very strongly believe in this. And uh, like they say, you have to practice what you profess. And in, in this case, again, is an example of the fact that we genuinely uh, believed in it. And that is why when it came to my own daughter, we decided to go ahead with this. Uh, and I think as I have over the years come to realize and come to understand, in perhaps 70 to 80 percent of the cases or even more, uh, all you need is a very well-qualified a professionally trained midwife and uh, who, who really can be with the mother, patiently explain things to her, put her at ease and uh, make this whole process of birthing as 
comfortable, as dignified, as respectful for the mother in a manner with, with all the choices that they can offer with, with the kind of music she may want to listen to, with the kind of food at that time if she feels that she has any preferences to be available and make it happen. And yet keep uh, the entire process very safe for the mother and the baby by uh, not compromising on any of the professional parameters, uh, requirements, both for the mother or the baby. So I think that this, this is here to stay in Gujarat. Uh, we found that this is being picked up and the response, even in our public health institutions, the response to professional midwifery has been extremely uh, enthusiastic. I would even say positively overwhelming in a lot of cases, very, very encouraging, very uh, positive. And there are centers where uh, we have the kind of enthusiasm with which the entire team of uh, professionally trained midwives are engaging with the mothers, both the antenatal clinics as well, so that this entire process is not a one-off thing that happens, but then the entire uh, continuum from the time uh, the mother comes for her first antenatal checkup, she's mentally prepared for this, and then all her questions, concerns are put to ease and responded to. So I think uh, this is the way we should be proceeding. And having said this, I think there is enough work and scope also for the uh, complicated cases, which may happen in about normative value might be around 10% or a little more or less than that. So whenever there is a complication, there is a problem. Once the triaging is done, the mother at any stage, if should there be unfortunately any complication happening, you can always uh, escalate it and take uh, the, the mother to the obstetrician or even an obstetric ICU if it is there. So while we keep those options open, the idea should be and that, that we're trying to do across the state is to um, not needlessly escalate the, the uh, process of birthing to make it a very medicalized process and have it as natural a process as possible so that the baby and the mother um, are, you know, democratically following their choices, their options. And uh, this is a very normal, natural uh, process. Thank you, Dr. Jainty. You've summarized the role of the midwife extremely well, that it really starts... Um, really, if we can preconception to the first visit, uh, and and it's throughout the antenatal and even postpartum period, uh, midwives can play a huge role in changing the landscape of childbirth in India. So thank you very much for 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 the interview. It was just amazing to hear Jainty speak with so much passion and excitement about the future of midwifery-led care births in Gujarat which would also translate to the rest of India. So Krupa, how did the caregivers in the room make you feel the trust which was facilitated in your birth environment? Indy, I think first and foremost, um, I had the permission to surround myself with people who I wanted there uh, with me during birth. And um, I had a voice and I made the choice of you know, surrounding myself with certain folks that I'd prepared for this process with, you know. Um, more importantly, that facilitated uh, two things. Number one, it helped me believe in myself during moments when probably I wouldn't have, right? Um, you know, during the most trying times of labor when, when the surges kind of intensify. And uh, I, I do remember very vividly with respect to, you know, you and uh, Dr. Ragini, right? So I remember both of you, uh, you were there with me through and through. And I remember that one particular instance wherein I, I was deep squatting through my surges, 
you know, being a dancer, you kind of have a very flexible lower body and you kind of default to this, you know, deep squat position. And that's, that's like a comfort zone. So I remember that as my surges were intensifying, I keep deep squatting. And during one of those times when I crouched deep down, uh, I remember that you'd actually come down to my level and I was actually clinging onto your legs first and you came down to my level when I was crouching and um, you, you were reinforcing uh, the fact that um, you were giving me a lot of positive reinforcements. You were reinforcing belief in myself. And I remember you'd say stuff like, you know, you're doing a great job. You're, you're amazing. You're, you're... So those things really go a long way. That, that really helped me gain trust. I think, you know, Krupa, it's, it's, uh, it's really interesting. I think that's why as, as healthcare professionals, we too need to keep fit, you know, <laughs> so, so, so we, we can bend and come down with you and be with you and, and facilitate and support you to birth in the positions of your choice. Absolutely, absolutely. And, and just to add to that, you know, I, I ended up birthing on all my fours. Um, I, I knew I knew somewhere, you know, when I was uh, expecting and, you know, when I was preparing for birthing, I knew that I don't think I'm going to birth in the conventional, you know, way of birthing, you know, that position where you kind of, you know, you, you're on your back. And it, it was just a comfort call, you know, and I didn't really know. And I tried to visualize myself birthing in different positions and I really didn't know what would come. And I actually trusted my body and, you, you know, all of you enabled me to do that. And um, I remember I just got onto that uh, recliner sort of a bed that we had in our room, right? And um, I was just on all my fours. I was doing this yoga asana called the Vajrasana, going back and forth, back and forth. And suddenly, you know, out of nowhere, I realized that I've birthed in all my fours. So it just, it just, you just need to go with the flow. And I went with the flow and it, it all came through so well, you know, so... And, and you've picked up a really important point because every birth is individual and every woman is individual. You know, yeah. each woman would have her own preference. And it's important for us as healthcare professionals to support you and, and to give you the support to birth in the position of whichever choice. So, you know, it, it's very interesting because um, I was surrounded by my birthing companions, my mom, my husband. Uh, my brother was sort of documenting the whole thing. And you never know right at the end, you know, when you need it the most, you never know where the last uh, push of inspiration comes from. So for me, it came in the form of my dad. Uh, you know, he gave me a small piece of dark chocolate. And, you know, that that was that was so beautiful for me. It was a beautiful moment. And, and I, I'll remember that vividly. And I'll cherish that, you know, throughout my life. It was beautiful, you know, Indy. Um, Krupa, you know, I've been a midwife for over 28 years. Uh, I've never witnessed anything so powerful, the family connection that you and your family had, how each and one of your family played such an important part in your birth process. And you're right. I remember very clearly your dad giving you the last oomph, feeding you <laughs> the dark chocolate, just and the baby's then the baby's head was crowning. It was beautiful. Just to add, I mean, one more thing was uh, like I remember right at the end uh, when I was trying to breathe down my baby, I was vocalizing a lot. Um, I do remember that you know you you mentioned to me like you know from from the other side. When you were seeing what was happening, you saw the baby's small strands of hair. And, you know, when you said that, I can see his hair, I can see, you know, strands of hair. You, you know, when you kind of keep getting that kind of reinforcement and you know real time what is happening, what your body is doing, you know, when you have that loop of communication, uh, you and, and that's that comes from trust, right? It, 
it really helps you kind of it makes you feel very reassured so i felt so reassured uh when i heard that and i was like yes i'm almost there you know and someone sort of i'm in the best hands i know my baby's coming to me so and i remember that right at that point in time i was telling my mom and i was like i was exclaiming i was vocalizing i was like my baby's coming my baby's coming cuz i could really feel it you know so it all of that really kind of added to the vibe and uh made it such a such a powerful experience you know for me i so krupa was there at any point of your birth that you felt that oh this is difficult and <laughs> what did you do <laughs> um actually indi you know if i were to sort of pinpoint that one point yes there were a little bit of you know there were ups and downs uh through and through Uh, but then you kind of because of the preparedness you write through that but right at the end um if you know there was one point wherein i kind of needed some inspiration you know i've i'd had all the positive reinforcement i'd had you know all the love around me but then something was kind of limiting me you know right at the end when towards the natural expulsion reflex stage uh when i was to breathe down my baby and um, you know just then uh, my i remember my father coming in and he told us that our cow had given had calved that very same day and for me that was that was transformational you know it it was that was the moment wherein all of this you know worked within seconds in my mind and i was so inspired by the fact that my cow had calved and that gave me the momentum to actually get through that last mile and i felt inspired that oh my god my 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 cow did this which means it reinforced my belief in my own body and the fact that this is natural and i can do it you know my body is capable of this and more so um i then it just sort of um flew so well you and know you've, you've picked up a really important point krupa um and also as as healthcare professionals we too need to believe in in the woman's ability your ability to give birth uh and that was something that i did with you um you know to give you that confidence but you you had it in you but at any point if i was negative that would have transferred across to you yeah absolutely i think the fact that there was not one ounce of negativity through and through um that played a huge part because i still remember there were moments when i kind of keep using the washroom because as part of you know your surges and and the labor you kind of want to you clear out your bowels and things like that it's a very nat- normal thing like you you know you'd educated me before and you know it's a very natural thing to happen and um, i remember that you know every time i'd go to the bathroom um you know to the washroom i'd see myself um, in the mirror and you know it's it's you kind of look yourself because ultimately it's like you have to believe in yourself right as a mother you have to believe in your power to birth and i i remember looking at myself in the mirror and um, i was just like yes i can do this you know i i i have it in me i can do this and um, it sort of kept me going looking at myself in fact um you know going through that just just sort of witnessing that and not thinking about it too much but just sort of being there um really kind of helped me a lot and and also you picked up another very pertinent point you know just before a woman gives birth with the pressure sometimes your bowels may open and that is a completely natural thing to happen is part of yeah. nature and as healthcare professionals 
you know, we shouldn't make a mother feel uncomfortable about a natural event that's happening with childbirth. Absolutely. And I still remember, you know, there were all these folks in the room, like all my birth companions, and uh, I cleared out my bowels. And um, for a moment, I, I was feeling, you know, slightly embarrassed and, you know, because you never do this on a daily basis, right? Um, so and that's when Indy sort of came down to my level again. And, uh, you know, she, she said, this is very normal. This is, you know, so just to give you that reality check at moments when you feel something, you know, you feel a little uncomfortable. And when you have your caregiver come down to you and um, at that very moment say that this is, this is very normal, you know, it's, it's, I mean, just keep going. You're doing great, you know, just, just keep at it. So that sort of, um, you know, really helped me. And yeah, I, I think that's all I'd like to say. <laughs> um, so Krupa, do you remember me, um, how your baby was, was given to you? Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. Indy, I remember, and I, I remember that scene. So my, on, on this side, like where I was facing, so I was on all my fours and um, on, 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 on my side, my, my husband was standing there and he was looking right into my eyes and um, I was holding my mom's hand actually one hand was with my mom one with my husband um you know I was looking into his eyes my mom was right there she was she was like um you know Indy she was acting like Indy from this side and Indy, Indy was there behind me and she was giving me all these positive reinforcements like you know you're amazing you can do it you know you're almost there sort of a thing and I remember that I was on all my fours and Indy you received the baby you received Neil and um and then you passed him to me, right? I, I did. I, 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 I gave you your baby from underneath. Like so, a football. So you were all fours and you held on to your baby, your little bundle of joy. <laughs> that, that was absolutely beautiful. And I remember Indy passing the baby to me. I held on to him. And, uh, you know, he was just like a little, he was a, he was a bundle. He was a bundle and he was, he'd already opened his eyes, I still remember. And um, it, it was I remember the golden hour, you know, it was right there when he was born. We, he did the breast crawl. So he came up and then he also had, had his first feed, which is the colostrum. And um, in fact, a lot of times, uh, you know, earlier I had this preconceived notion that, you know, you, colostrum is actually colorless or it's rather transparent, you know, so you don't really see it um, happening. So a lot of times, I, I, you know, I might have had a doubt if I hadn't educated myself about the fact that this is... It, it's a transparent fluid, you know? So uh, I'm so glad that, you know, you were there and this, this happened and the baby was perfectly fine. I was, I was so happy. And um, hopefully Neil was happy too. <laughs> and, and also Krupa, there, there was no rush because uh, you had a, a physiological third stage um, and, and, you know, delayed cord clamping um, and not cutting and clamping the cord immediately is important because delayed cord clamping, it does increases the baby's blood volume and iron stores. So there's a lot of benefits to the baby. And as healthcare professionals, you know, we, we need to be mindful of the research and to give you and your baby the best uh, outcomes, you know, to the start of life. And along with that golden hour, which you've described so eloquently. So Krupa, we've spoken about very pertinent points, you know, in preparation for your birth, uh, your birth. And now, you know, we spoke about your third stage, but, you know, a lot of women tend not to discuss the postpartum period. Uh, it's a really important subject. And uh, how was your postpartum period for you, Krupa? India, I think I was much more prepared for my birth than I was 
for post what was to come postpartum um because i i know that you know what followed such a beautiful birthing experience uh did include uh a lot of you know anxiety there was a little bit of stress involved um i there was a lot of a lot of emotions you know and um, often like i i it was for me very personal experience was that i remember the day after um you know maybe two days after actually neil was one as supposed to you know go home from the birthing center um neil was sort of crying quite a bit you know and as a mother you kind of know that you you are able to you the one who can comfort the baby um but somehow you know i wasn't able to comfort uh, neil and he, neil was sort of still crying and at that point in time something sort of hit me and i i got very emotional and you know shed tears my mom was also there with me and you know she comforted me she told me that there is something called postpartum blues and it's a very normal thing you go through a lot of emotions so she was like the education for me you know uh, she, she kind of was there for me uh, whenever um i had these little bouts of uh, tearing up and all of that um i think key challenges for me personally was uh, breastfeeding in terms of you know the soreness the improper latching that happens the hospital i mean the, this birth center and including you to india i think you were very helpful in terms of um helping me get the right kind of latching you know for me and the baby and you know giving me possibilities of different positions um of feeding the baby uh but after a point in time you do realize that you know you're on your own uh you have you have to sort of manage by yourself and even in that situation what really worked for me was um my mom and dad and my brother my husband so they, it was just a cocoon of a lot of love and they showered me with so, so much of love and focused the narrative on me uh because oftentimes the narrative becomes about the baby you know it's the new member of the family and there's so much of attention on the baby which is great but then i think an equal amount of attention or more should be on the mother because a happy mother would correlate usually to a happy baby you know and um, that's such an important thing i've learned from my experience and um, moreover i also discovered um, the breastfeeding promotion network of india um, has published a small booklet which in fact the birthing center gave to us uh, at the time of discharge uh, wherein i came across mother support groups you know and uh, every location this was this is country wide thing has certain people that you can just call up talk to them and get support uh, and i also remember we got in touch with the lactation counselor through indi you know a dr lata who was so very helpful through our virtual conversations and there's also a really nice app uh, which i ended up downloading it's called stanpan suraksha uh, which is basically again a bpni app and um, you you can easily get access to a counselor uh, free of cost so i think for people who don't have uh that kind of support in the family um uh, and support which is like you know you want them to be hands on when you want them to be hands on right um and not sort of know their boundaries as well so that that was very important they, we can always rely on so many resources um you, and you're so right krupa um a lot of times uh perinatal mental health is is a huge issue that happens uh, it happens in from the antenatal period but it's a subject that nobody tends to speak about it's almost a stigma especially in india uh to talk yeah. about uh feeling low um and it's something that is important for for women and their families to note that you know if the the, the feeling low continues then yeah. there is help out there and there are services out there that they can con connect 
to receive support. So it's a very important point um, that you have raised. Absolutely, Indy. In fact, there was a study which said that, you know, 22% of uh, women in India actually go through postpartum depression. And I also come to realize that, you know, oftentimes being heard in such a situation and having someone to sort of talk to, uh, having someone who can listen to you wholeheartedly um, makes a huge difference, you know. And for me, it's like I had my mom uh, who kind of was there. She, she, was, she was really, you know, hands-on again when I needed her to be hands-on. Um, and, you know, I, I really can't, you know, put this into words because um, this is something which it's like a very deep connection. And, you know, being with your mother, you kind of get that. She gets you and you get her. Uh, right. So I think it's very important that you have or get access to people who, you know, will listen to you and just talk about things. Right. That's absolutely true. No, thank you, Krupa. You've shared very pertinent points. Uh, and, you know, it's the holistic uh, journey. Uh, and it doesn't end just after the baby. In fact, it yep. continues. Uh, and a very important aspect. Thank you for yep. sharing um, your, your, your experience. And just one last thing I, I, yeah. I definitely want to add from my experience is that, you know, at the end of it now, three months down the line, um, the respect I have for my own mother, my grandmothers, mothers in my family, I mean, it's just, it's just gone up thousandfold, you know? So I'm just so, I'm just so like, you know, in awe of all that they do and all that they've done. So, yeah, that's pretty much it. That's, that's women's power, huh? <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Couldn't agree more. Yeah, thank you so much, Krupa. What you have shared is amazing. You, you've shared your whole journey with us from the bottom of your heart and how important your birth companions were uh, to being listened to as a woman birthing, how important it is to believe in your ability and for us to believe in, in women's ability to birth and not transfer any negativity uh, and such powerful uh, points that you have brought up. And, and it's, uh, it, it was a great privilege looking after and being with you and supporting you. And it's a great privilege uh, interviewing you. This is my first uh, and I'm so excited. And I can't thank you from the bottom of my heart. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Indy, for being there with me from the word go and, uh, you know, letting this journey sort of have such a beautiful milestone as part of this podcast. Um, thank you so much. And I, I feel so humbled and, you know, the whole experience has been very humbling for me.